Welcome back to Voices for Kern. It's your boy Victor Lara with a whole new hot episode. Before we get started with this hot topic, we're gonna give a little shout out to Taco Bros. You know, we're partnered up, we're the official brand ambassadors. So shout out to them. Go and try your tacos, pasta, whatever you want to try, man. Alright, so before we get started, like always, we're gonna introduce our guests. I mean, you've came on before. So, I mean, they're already gonna know you, but all right, you haven't came on. So True. what we do is, uh, what's your name? How old are you? And what is your favorite memory or thing with par from participating with Time for Change? Uh, my name is Carlos. I'm 18. And one of the favorite things, well, memories of this place is, hmm, great question. <laughs> <laughs> Even I don't know myself. <laughs> uh, probably just the uh, child cares. Just child care, taking care of the kids. All right, yeah, that's cool. So, what, you want to be like a babysitter? No. <laughs> no, no. All right. All right. All right. So. We lost the sticker today. Hey, You're crazy. You got to have some fun with it. Let's have some fun with it. I don't know, bro. I mean, taking care of kids is cool and all until... Until you have some. Yeah, until you have some. Or until you get time for change. You got kids running around everywhere. Hey. Going crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um, and then... I mean, you've been on before, so just go ahead and tell us your name, how old you are, and then your favorite memory. Uh, my name's Cece. I'm 18. Um, my favorite memory from Time for Change probably be the the park cleanups, I think. I'm happy that we adopted the park and, you know, that we're helping our community by cleaning up. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I've only been to My favorite memory is this, the time we went through this intense thing of skating. And it was like, we were like taking care of kids out there and they were so wild and like, we were just skating around trying to keep up with them. It was crazy. We were giving out dollars. That's one of my faves. You guys gave out money? Yeah, real dollars? Yeah. The real skate, yeah. At, we used to do it, we were doing it at, during school at Skate, um, skate Land. Oh, we're going to cool. do it again. We'll do it again. We got more coming. All right. So I'll be there trying to catch the money too. Yeah. <laughs> Falling. Falling everywhere. <laughs> All right. So um, uh, my favorite memory is probably... Uh, just going on the news, you know that, that was, was a big deal. Yeah, that was, that was a, a really big one. Yeah, especially yeah. first time too. Yeah, that's a big deal. First, yeah, huge deal. By the way, so shout out to, I forgot what we went, but shout out to y'all. ABC twenty three. Oh, shout out to ABC twenty three. Thank you, no. Veronica. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> All right, so I was ready, huh? You, <laughs> yeah, bro, you saw it coming. All right, so um, our topic today is gonna be, so I mean, you guys just graduated from high school. And, you know, some of you guys are going out to college, maybe thinking about going to college, work. So our topic is kind of just to see what now, you know, what are your guys', you know, goals in life? What do you guys want to do? Uh, what do you guys think about certain things and stuff like that? So our first topic is definitely going to be uh, more of a how, what your, how your goals come to you, you know, so... It's a uh, passion versus security, you know, so. Yeah. And I'll elaborate on that too a little bit. I think when people are looking for jobs, right? Or people, adults asking people, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? A lot of people boil down to two things. What do I love more than anything? Mm -hmm. Or what's going to really get me a solid check and, and a good check? And, and have you ever told like a grown up or whatever, like, I want to do this. And they're like, they don't make no money. Yeah. You're like, yeah. Feeling stupider by the second. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, I think just wanting to talk around some of those elements, too. Yeah. So, um, so like Javon said, 
a passion is kind of what you you know what you what you really love to do what it is what drives you to do something and security is kind of like you know like Jamal said just I, I'm trying to make some good money I might you know like for example I don't like, like everybody wanted to be a doctor and lawyer growing up because <laughs> they just knew that they had bank I was like okay yeah that's true and then once they once they become a doctor or a lawyer they're like man I don't like this man. <sighs> I'm making money, but I don't like this. Get a couple patients, die on you. <laughs> I don't really know if this is for me. Right. Right. Okay. Choosing for the bread, though. Yeah, so, you know, what are your guys' feelings about this? What do you guys think? What Do you guys think when you guys are looking for something that's more of a passion type of thing or, you know, just for security? Mm. I would say that for a lot of people, they go with the security route because they know that it's, like, set in stone and... A lot of people don't like to follow their passions because of the fact that people are judgmental, because of the fact they don't know if it's going to go well for them. You know, like Javon said, when you tell like a grown up, hey, I want to be like an influencer or like an artist or something. They're like, they don't make no money. They don't do this. They don't do that. You got to do something that's going to make you money. That's why people I feel like a lot of people jumped into work like right after high school. I mean, I used to work fast food. And I didn't really like it that much, but a Drop lot of people. What restaurant? <laughs> Drop it. Drop the restaurant. Drop the restaurant. Tell me the restaurant. It's a at Panda. I did too. Oh, I did too. I worked there too. I thought you were going to say Arby's or something like that. I was like, Arby's? No. Arby's. Arby's is just. Well, it's not like transitional youth mobilizing for change. Go on danger for personally just not a fan of Arby's and the meatloaf sandwiches. Anyway, back to what you're saying. Yeah, I used to work at fast food, but it was just because I, I wanted to hop in and get something that I was for sure to make money for, you know? I mean, I'm a people's person. I like talking to people. I don't mind it, but it's not something that I want to stay doing, you know? But I feel like the other stuff that I was interested in, like I used to play like instruments a lot and I wanted to be like a musician. But you know, coming from a family who that's not really like a process with, it's not, it's, it's kind of frowned upon like, oh, you're going to be a musician. My mom's an RN, she's a nurse. So like, she's kind of high up there getting her like in the medical field. You know, my grandma was a nurse. My grandma did like engineering and stuff like that. So I feel like it's like frowned upon to do something that's other than like hardworking, like, or hardworking, I want to say. I'll Seemingly hardworking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, something that makes money, you know, even if we don't like doing it. I don't know if my mom likes being a nurse, but like it makes money for us. So she, you know, she she writes songs, she sings, but like you would never catch her like in a music video because oh. that's not what pays the bills, you know. So I feel like it's more like the security that we need, not the passion. People it's like that movie with the little dude and the guitar. <laughs> and um, no, not not that one. The other one, uh, Coco. Yeah, <laughs> right. And it's like yeah. your passion as you mature, you're gonna have to grow up out of that yeah. and get serious and. Um, get a real job whatever, whatever. i think in that movie me. too i think like his family was like shoemakers or something like that and they wanted yeah. him to do that you know like, dang shoemaker <laughs> nah, like, i can't do that yeah. so, hey that's yeah. a good one right there yeah. man that's a you know how you can go from security to passion i used to work at panda as well and that was bringing money i mean that yeah. you know shout out to panda you guys <laughs> you guys pay your employees well okay well, let, me add, <laughs> let me add on this too then because like there's a difference between like a job and a career right so if you need to get some bread or you're in school or you're young and you're trying to get a job, there ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Sometimes a job is what takes you to a career or to your career. Or sometimes a job is how you discover your career. Mm -hmm. Like I worked at this place for a while and I loved what I did so much. I was like, I want to keep doing it. Or I don't want to do it. Or does it pay or not? And, that, mm -hmm. and that's a question to ask. But really, like for me, for instance, I always wanted to do the stuff I'm doing now. But everybody always told me I would just be super broke. Mm -hmm. So I was always discouraged about it. 
because um, I just didn't want to be a bum anymore. I was already a bum from 1 to 18. Now I got to be a bum after this? <laughs> so I'm like, this is garbage. But anyway, I was like, you know, I'm too passionate about it. And even when I tried to, to do other and go other ways and, you know, do the, the whole you know, paralegal or go try to go to school for this, I just couldn't do it. it I was too passionate about this. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I ain't broke. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> bro's getting by. Yeah, but, I getting mean, by. but when you got as many hats as Jovan has, you won't be broke. Yeah. I'm just playing. That does not reflect the country street. He's secretly Brazilian. He's secret hobby. I'm going to catch him over there like, what the heck? That was legal. I'm just playing. Go ahead, man. Nah, but yeah, I kind of feel the same way as well. I feel like I see myself trying to go to these jobs that I know, are, I mean, they're going to pay the bills, they're going to bring checks, but once you, I don't know, I feel like it's hard. I mean, especially like you guys, you guys just got out of high school, so you guys are going to start to see like, I mean, do I want to, because in high school, I was, I remember I want to be a rapper. I was like, I'm going to be a rapper. Okay. I'm going to be a rapper. Hold up. A little bit. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> you garbage. Okay. Nah, nah, nah. Keep going there. Forget nah, it. Nah, nah. I thought you was going to give us a I don't keep it. It's because my raps, bro, they weren't PG. Oh. Your raps don't reflect transition. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not finna pull one of those, you know? People didn't want you to be a rapper? or you didn't think it was possible? It was a little bit of half and half. Like, it was kind of like, I mean, there's some people that like would hit me up like, bro, you're going to make it, bro. You're going to make it. And then there was other people that were just like, this guy's just, you know, this guy's trash. But I mean, I thought I was good. It's always people here. Yeah, I mean, I thought I was good, and people listened to my stuff. But it was kind of like, you know, it goes again. Am I really gonna make it? Am I really gonna be paying the bills with this? Mm. So once I finished high school, I was just like, yeah, I can't keep doing this. I got to do something else, you know. Mm. And to write a song, it's not just, you know, a minute. Like you, you got to spend hours sometimes there, like just, all right, nah, this doesn't look good. Let me change this. And to go and record this music, I used to do it in my garage, bro. I used to, and then you got to edit that. So it was kind of more like, do I, is this, I mean, it's what I wanted. I loved it. And to this day, I, I still write music, but you won't see me out here, like you said, just, you know, out here doing music videos and stuff like <laughs> the that. Because it's not going to be paying the bills. And it, I feel like it's going to, it just keeps getting like that. You know, like I said, I keep saying it, like, you guys are going to be able to see this once. Like, I don't know, like, what are you guys passionate about? That's a good question. That is a good question. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like I'm really passionate about like using like music and art and like other forms of that to like speak to people. You know, whether it's through this like a youth program or like, you know, a song or something like that or like a platform, like I like using that to speak to people. And it doesn't matter what I'm speaking about, like if it's something that hits somebody in the right way and it helps them. That's what I like to do. I Creative feel like, entrepreneurship. Yeah, I love that. I love. <laughs> oh, that's a career for me right there. That's <laughs> free. <laughs> but I just, I love doing that. But I feel like my whole thing with not starting that is that I, it's hard to get the ball rolling, or at least I feel like it is, you know, because mm -hmm. I got to keep up with, you know, the stuff I'm doing now. You know, going to college, trying to have a job, trying to move out, trying to just get myself together, and I feel like. Not that I don't have the time for it, but it's just like it doesn't fit into the schedule that I have to have right now. You know, like I have to work. I have to make money. I have to be able to, you know, help my mom out with my siblings. I have to be able to pay the bills when I get my own apartment. I have to be able to do those things so that when I decide to go back and look on, oh, um, I want to do this, I feel like there's no time for it. Or I feel like I'm not 
in the position to where I'm gonna have the time for it anytime soon. Hmm. And one thing that's I, a bar. Yeah, it is. But I feel like a lot of the times the uh, we we kind of say, oh, it's because I don't have time for this shit. And I saw, I forgot where, who I seen this, but I was watching a YouTube short and then like one of the things comes up and the guy's like, I forgot who it was, but he said, uh, he's like, we, we always going to say that we don't have time. He's like, but it's not whether we have time, you have to make the time. <laughs> so I was like, what? And then after that, like, is that like a rap from one of your songs? <laughs> no, <you're> like, yeah, <laughs> I'm just trying to sneak it in. <laughs> no, but for real though, because I, I thought about that at that moment and I was like, and he's right. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of the times I'm like, damn, it's my time for this. Mm. And he's like, the more you say that, you're not going to do it. So yeah. you have to make the time for it. So I want to jump in and then we can, we can ask him about his passion too. But I want to cut. Obviously, I'm here to be the old man. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. The but whatever. In, I don't care. Javanta back in my day, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, back in my day. <laughs> All right. You I'm, know, I've heard that a few I'm times. I'm upset with Carlos right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I am the old man on the podcast and I want to say something cool. So, passion is one of those things. It's not just something you walk into. It's also something you sacrifice with and for. So for me, this is how it looked. I was operations manager. I've always been an operations manager or operations supervisor of companies. Uh, I was an operations supervisor at a company called Transvet. And I would run operations and all these logistics and all these plans and schemes. And that's where I got all my um, operational know-how, staff know-how, leadership know-how, discipline know-how, know how to deal with troubled employees, know how to plan big projects. And I, I'm going somewhere with this. Uh, <laughs> you know, old man will just get off on a tangent and be like, then I've seen a dog. He's like, a good dog. Uh, anyway, so. Let him cook. Let him cook. My <laughs> God. And I'm no longer mad at you. Let him cook. Okay, so. So I did this for a decade. Okay, during that whole time, I'm, I'm, I'm frustrated because I got my mind on my dream. I got my mind on media leadership, growth, community activism, entrepreneurship. This is where my mind is, but this is where I'm at, right? So on the weekends when we would go out and do music, we'd go out and do shows, I would literally leave work Friday at five, get to LAX by 8.30, get on a flight at 10, fly to a different city, be at that city till Sunday, fly back, come home, drive back from LAX because you can't fly out of Vegas, so it's too expensive. So I'm Southwest and Spirit, which is not Spirit Field, <laughs> um, but I would do that. And I did that for seven years, almost every weekend. And um, it was really hard. But that set the stage for me to cross over from what I felt was safe and branch out. But here's the other caveat. It was that everything I had learned during that came into play big time when I started to learn how to do this. So had I not did that, I wouldn't have been half as efficient at all of the stuff that I'm into now. So the passion play was not only like, what do I want to do? Oh my God, my passion is God. Like, that's what you think when you hear passion. Passion is like, would you work another job to keep practicing this and to keep trying to find little lanes and to keep reaching out to cats on Instagram while you do this? That's passion. Passion will keep you in the game when it don't pay nothing. Then when you get to where you're going, you look back and see, dang, all I learned along this road is exactly what I needed to for the now. Told you, old man ain't so bad. Mm -hmm. Dang. That's a no, honestly, that was. That was a bar. And I never said that, but this one, this one was. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it, damn, that was. What's your passion, though? That's me. <laughs> 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 um, 
Well, my passion was just music and then uh, a little bit of entrepreneurship. But I mean, it was just something that I found and then I drove away from it because there was other stuff. Like, as you said, like um, in terms of it, it was just more like something that I found along the way. Mm. Then I just like did it for a while and then it just died out on me. And then I went into something else and trying to like, you know, start start a career, get it early and then. Uh, work my way through it just to like branch out a little and then so you like want to own businesses hmm? you want to own businesses yeah a little bit any more. idea what kind or um i used to well i kind of ran one a little but it okay. just we had to shut it down because um oh god cartel under the table oh, oh, oh okay okay <laughs> no it's just um I, I i did it with a friend and uh she just didn't want to like proceed with it anymore but i was still like like putting money into it so i kept it running for a little bit longer and then i finally shut it down I still have ownership of it. Nope, nope, nope. Still an LLC. <laughs> <laughs> fire. I keep it my LLC. Fire, fire. <laughs> fire, fire. All right. So, uh, one of the questions that we have here is, what do you think is more important um, when working, you know, or choosing a job, you know, to work in passion or to go off with security? I mean, it's a kind of trick question because, you know. I, me for now, I know like I have a passion to do this. You know, I love to come to Time for Change and you know do this media work. Uh, you know, just seeing my help in the community just you know actually come a long way. But at the same time, it's like Jawan said, I'm not, I'm not getting paid to do this. <laughs> you know, it's kind of so. I'm also that's looking, your fault. You're supposed to be getting the stipend. Hey, 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 on board. Hey, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> And even if I afford the box, you know, but you know, those things are, you know, they all come into play. So now I'm over here, like Javon said, I was working at a restaurant for a little while and then I got to do an internship and I'm trying to find different ways to go and do these type of things, you know, okay, well, you know, I can't be on staff here, but maybe go staff somewhere else where I can go and make a change. So do you guys think it's, it's better to go off of security or just passion? What do you think is more important? Mm. Um, well, from my own experience, it would really depend because there, there's different, I wouldn't say cultures, but there's different environments based off of like what, um, what corporations and companies have <clears throat> obviously personal experience um more local is more friendly and then bigger or like to be toxic like what i've been for shift i don't like them let them cook, <laughs> yeah, let me cook. Let me cook. <laughs> no they like to be lazy they get overtime we don't that's like I blame a lot. Of what me. about you? Um, I would say it depends too, because kind of going back to the culture thing too, but like racially culture type thing. Because like in my family, we go off security. You know, we don't go off passion. Even, even if you don't love something, you're you're gonna do it to make money to pay the bills. And I've come from like low income, mm. like so. You know, mm -hmm. you working towards a passion while there ain't no food in the fridge, and all we got to eat mm. is noodles. <laughs> come on, CC. We not about to like 
Come on, like we don't care about that, you know. Correct. So that's why I feel like <clears throat> I, I side more with the security part. Although there's some things that I love to do and I would love to pursue, but is that going to be sustainable for me to live my life? And that's always the way that I've been taught. So security is like so much more important for me. You know, it's always been right. important to my family, my grandma, my cousins, my mom, everybody. So I feel like security is like a really big thing because you know it has to pay the bills. Sometimes I've heard this thing from my grandma. She said passion don't pay the bills. My grandma told me that before, and. It, it could be true in some senses. <laughs> um, I think that Christian was passionate about coming in here and jumping on the podcast. So uh, I like that passion. I think that's outstanding. I think the passion that she showed by wanting to get a seat on the V4K is is amazing. I'm going to go ahead and segue into, going back. for me, security versus passion. I would say serious passion. Serious passion, I can choose serious passion. I can't just choose passion because go to Vegas. How many dudes do you see tearing the freaking drums up on the on the strip? Homeless as I don't know what. How many times have you been to Venice where a guy's mad talented and he's like doing some wild stuff like passion? <laughs> and he's getting money, he's getting tips, but he ain't got a crib. Or sometimes they don't. So it's like passion will have you in the studio all day, but not go make the proper contacts. Sometimes passion will have you writing your next book, but never show it to nobody. Sometimes the passion will, the art will consume you and you'll forget about the business of it. Yeah, and if, and if you don't have a manager, then you gotta be your manager or whatever it is in the meantime. So I say seriousness is like, I'm passionate, I'll do whatever it takes. I believe, and this is my personal belief, if you have a gift and it's legit and it's real, it's gonna lead to money. Yeah. It's no way it can't. It, it has to. If but, you use it. But I feel like um, you know, just listening to, you know, especially listening to you and even coming off of my family, I feel like the like fear is a big part of chasing your passion. What if I don't, you know, what if I do this and then I become homeless because, yeah. you know, or what if it doesn't go like this? Or what if that? So fear is a, a big part of why we don't pursue these our dreams or our passion so do you guys think this plays a big part as well in like going to careers yeah. you know like so let's say i'm aiming for a higher job and i have all these interviews and then this little smaller company comes against me and it's like dang i'm scared i'm not gonna get that position so you know why don't i just go to you know mcdonald's or something you know no no shit about mcdonald's you know <laughs> people make careers out of that <laughs> so but fear yeah, fear. Like Do you guys think people choose or don't choose things based on fear? That was a crazy what you just brought up right now. <laughs> Do you think people do things or don't do things based on fear, career-wise, life-wise, path-wise? I say like fear and self-doubt too. Mm -hmm. Ooh, people think about it like they overthink it. And, and that's know, fear too, right? Yeah, you start that's an element of fear. You doubt yourself a lot, and you you try to go the safe route. I feel like try to like you know go off and like do the thing that you know for a fact will will keep you secure. Or, mm. you know, it's not really. And then that can go into like the security thing too, like keeping yourself secure, like not worrying about, oh, I can do this and this will do this for me. But am I really going to do good with this? I should go over here. You mm. know, like you, you separate yourself and you just, it is, it is fair. That, that was a good question. Really <laughs> and that's a good uh, response to that. What do you think, Lang? I mean, I would say for like following up to what you said, like in terms of, because I would see it as though it's like, um, <laughs> Jovan's gambling addiction. <laughs> 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 
Bro, oh, I gamble like three dollars at a time in Vegas. <laughs> I had nothing close to a problem. I'll lose four dollars and be on the corner crying like, <laughs> and like pretend to be homeless and get it back. And gamble. <laughs> once, once again, this is not. Crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> Say none of this. This ain't none of this. All right. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is none of this. But before you roasted me terribly, um, what were you? Okay. Yeah. Well, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no, I would say it's just like a big gamble. Like it's a risk in terms of like whether it is that um, is money is going to help you. Not help you, but like is money going to be able to like support you through like this crappy job or mm. will small pay actually like give you the benefit of like happiness? That's a bar, bro. Dang, that's a bar. That's a bar. And that's cool, right? Because school, job, it's like anything else, G. Like you start it and for like three months or so, it's the most important thing in the world to you. But after like a year, like, do I gotta? <laughs> yeah, do I gotta? First day at McDonald's, you're like, oh, I learned how to make the fries. You go home and tell mom. Then, like, after four months, you're like, stanky old crusty fries. <laughs> like, why does Lady want a large? <laughs> My room smells like fries. My car smells like fries. I hate fries. And so it's like, everything's cool at first. So, uh, passion won't pull you through the same way commitment will. Passion will lead you and and, and 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 it'll help, but only commitment is really gonna get you through. Yeah, just you gotta commit. Yeah, you can be passionate about a boo. I've been passionate about a few boos <laughs> in my lifetime. But after a couple months, <laughs> am I keeping it real or not? Are we talking? We talking, we talking. We talking then. Okay, so you first get with them. Like, oh, baby, honey, lover, sugar, duo. It's that puppy love. Right? Holding hands everywhere. You can't go to class without seeing them four months later. You're like, they always calling. Right. <laughs> Tired of it. Where's the me time? Exactly. <laughs> so passion won't keep anything. Passion doesn't keep relationships. Passion doesn't keep jobs. Passion doesn't pull you through. You got to decide what you want to commit on. Because once you see her without them lashes. That lace front. Without that, that lace front come back, you see little cornrows. <laughs> I like that with Alan Iverson. <laughs> 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 saying, oh my God, what did she look so hot to? That's like Friday when he's at home. Yes, yes. Who, who does she say she looks like? Uh, uh, Freddie Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, no, Janet Jackson. Like, Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson. Freddie Jackson, right? So what, what holds you when the makeup's gone? And I'm using this like, as contrast, yeah. you know, and like, analogies, but it's like, what's going to keep you, bro? What's going to keep you when that lace front on that job comes off? What's going to keep you when you see her without that makeup in the morning? Mm -hmm. And you, she used to be the finest thing because you only seen her when she was all dressed up. Mm -hmm. uh, but then now you see her every day. Glamorizing. You glamorize. We talked about that relationships. Well, same thing in careers. What are you gonna do when that job is cute or it sucks? You know, so, <laughs> yeah. just thinking about that. Yeah, yeah these like, are all important things to talk about, and you know, just keep in the back of our heads. You know, especially like um, if some of our viewers, you know, they they see this, and you know, they're still in high school. I mean, these are things to think about for sure. This you know, because yeah. you know, I feel like in high school it was easier to go ahead and do that passion what you love. But then when you got to pay the bills, it's, you know, it gets harder. But, you know, ending off on that note, we're going to be right back with you guys. We're going to show you guys with a quick little time for change promo. You know, check us out online, on Instagram, socials. So we'll be right back.
What's up, y'all? I hope you guys enjoyed our promo video. You know, put a lot of effort into that. So, you know, like I said again, check us out, website, socials, everything. What, what was your favorite part of the promo video? <laughs> the fact that we made <laughs> <laughs> The fact that we made it. The fact that we made it. The uh, fact that we don't know what it is yet. Yeah, no. <laughs> We're G's. I love it. All right, but okay. I mean, I, I know that I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's whatever it is, it's us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, um, Carlos had to go. And oh. So we are I having even... a whole new guest. Oh, you're not even Carlos, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. All right. He yeah, had some, yeah. some things to do, but you know, like you're, we're gonna say your name, how old you are, and your favorite memory from participating. Um, well, my name is Yanira Felix. Um, my favorite memory from Time for Change would probably have to be the childcare uh, events. I love those. Okay, With so just passion. like Carlos, he was like, hey, Carlos didn't start getting squirrely and like needing to leave until he started talking about that business venture with him and that lady. <laughs> After that, he started getting a little squirrely, man. So I gotta go, go. What kind of deeds there are? <laughs> they don't represent time for change. <laughs> yeah, shout so, out to Carlos, yeah. 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 hilarious dude. Yeah, hey, shout out to him. Thank shout you, Carlos. For when coming. you watch this, you'll see we're, we're roasting you. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, damn. I, yeah, I, I knew my ear was ringing for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna get back to what we were talking about before, and you know, going back to what now. And one of the things that has came up is the Dash era. You know, Javon knows about that. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> it's cool. I'm gonna teach you guys. I'm gonna be the old man again, right? So the Dash era is somewhere after Generation X and Millennials, which I am a millennial, and you guys are Gen Zers. Mm -hmm. So, during the millennial era, people started, like, doing multiple things at once. Mm -hmm. Like, um, like you go to L.A. I'm in L.A. a lot, moving around in the industry and stuff. And it's like, I'm a barista and a attorney. Or, <laughs> or a, I'm a producer, a music video, and uh, this. Or sometimes people are, even out here, you know, I'm a pastor. And, like, my pastor is um, the dean of CSUB. Mm -hmm and also a pastor, and then also a public speaker, not religious related, just traveling and speaking. So it's like this Dash era has kind of led us into this ability to do more than one thing and make it kind of work. Mm -hmm. And these are some of my influences, and that's why you see me in a couple different capacities, is because I believe that you guys will benefit from this era more than any generation ever known to man. So I want to make sure that we, uh, really see and talk about that because i can't see right now we can't see from that far away what's coming from us so we're trying to work on that and get closer to giving you guys the freedoms that we didn't have our parents said we can't do stuff like that when i told my mom stuff like she was like what you better be a mechanic <laughs> i was like a mechanic she's like yeah so my dad convinced me that i was lazy because I never wanted to move the lawn. And whenever the it was time to start mowing the lawn, I would get low and like pretend that my stomach hurt and be in there in the bathroom for like that hour. And he was like, you're lazy. And mm. in my heart, I was like, am I? Mm. <laughs> like, because I don't want to go out there and work. I don't want to go out there and work and do different things. I want to get creative and use my mind. But it wasn't that I was lazy. It was just that I was in the wrong thing. So. I want to see Gen Z know that it's okay if you can make the time and find the time and find people that are okay with that, 
But as you become more skilled and more prevalent in what you do, they will be okay with that. Um, you could do multiple things, and it's not like you have to commit to like janitor only. That piano's over there, and it's like those movies where it's like, don't touch that piano. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, I, he goes to Broadway and all that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, what I was just introing, like, what do you three, and I want to hear from you two on this one, man. What do you guys think about the ability to try to, um, it's okay to have a hat or two if that's what you're into. You don't have to, but it's okay to do that. So, you don't have to always be like, what one thing do I want to do for the next 50 years? Mm-hmm. And that adds pressure. What do you guys think? And what do you guys, you know, what's your approach on this? Yeah, I, I'll go first. Everybody's <laughs> <laughs> just like they need it. Because you have, you have a lot of different things you can do and a lot of different talents. And there's leadership on you too. So it's kind of interesting how that all will play out. So, um, yeah, there's a few things that I want to do for sure. So, you know, I didn't know about this cashier. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's cool to kind of see it now too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've only ever seen my family, uh, like, family members only mm-hmm. one thing yeah, yeah so my dad works in a factory that's what he's done for mine too you know as long as i can remember <laughs> so um so honestly it's pretty cool to see that you know especially seeing it, you doing it mm-hmm. you know you're doing this you're doing that mm-hmm. so it kind of gives me the motivation to do that as well and I, I feel like there's a few things that i want to do for sure you know doing this i love to do this um you know, just making a change in the community, possibly yeah. starting my own nonprofit or, mm-hmm. you know, doing youth, something. Youth intervention work on YouTube yeah. from all your, the stuff you've been through. So That's like, actually what I want to target yeah. specifically. For sure. And then going off of like public speaking, you know, like the assembly that's going on. Oh, I, got yeah. a, I got invited to a panel on a, for the Kern Equity something. Okay. With the Kern Superintendent of Schools. Okay. okay. So I'm going to be on the panel in there. That's fine. And then, you know, so public speaking as well. And then the, I've been thinking about maybe politically getting into maybe city council or something like that. You know, that's where the change happens. And if you want to make a change, you got to be there. I'll call Andre. <laughs> he says. Now, I'm going to tell you this. This is not really related to what we're doing, but I'm just going to do it anyway because it's cool. Um, you know that there's a youth city council. Yeah. I, I looked at into that, and I think it was a... You got to be under 18. 18, yeah, under 18, 18, 18 yeah. So I'm going to touch on that too then. So when you talked about all these different things, they really weren't all that different. They were just like not the exact same execution, but at the heart of the matter, it was the same. So sometimes things get confusing when you see people doing a lot of different things, right? Like you're over here, you're over there, what is it? But if my gift is just just connecting with people and you see me do that 50 ways, mm-hmm. am I really doing 50 things or am I just doing the same thing different ways? Mm-hmm. So what I end up doing, and I'm just putting this to you, is like you talked about Public speaking, you talked about intervention work, you talked about, you know, potential politics. Okay, Vic. You got to clean it up. <laughs> no more gangster rapping. His songs start resurfacing right when he runs Drill music. <laughs> but like what like what I did is I started my company, um, Kingdom Activist Incorporated. Um <laughs> you better believe that. Um, where I wanted to do all these things. So I was just like, I should create a company. Well, I can do these things. Mm-hmm. If you need me to come speak, hit me. If you need me to come do this, hit me. If you need me to show up somewhere, hit me. And it, it all went into the same company, so it really wasn't different things. It was the same thing. It just looked like different things to everybody else. So perception is a a mother freaker <laughs> because just because everybody else thinks you're way out and doing too much and going, but if you know the heart of your vision and you know the heart of what you're doing and you can make it make sense, 
Make it make sense. Who cares what somebody's talking about? I feel like passing the offering plate around right now, boy. Mm -hmm. Church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I felt like, you know, even like now that you mentioned that, I always think like, dang, Jawan's doing all these different things, but you just mentioned that, like, they're usually all, you know. It's related to the same. Yeah. Thing. It's not going to be like, I'm like out somewhere like fixing tires <laughs> and another job like as an Uberman and another job as like a, a veterinary assistant. That would be like all over the place. But if you got gift, like Cece's gift is the ability to speak, the gift of gab. And she has the way to connect to you while she's doing it. So she's not just talking. She's, she's talking at your heart. She's talking at your mind and you want to listen to her. Yeah. First day I met her, before I even ever met her, she came up to me, before I even took this position, it was like, you're going to take the job, huh? And I was like, I am now, you know. <laughs> One kid, bro, came up to me um, at the, the thing, maybe like a year and a half ago. But anyway, like how, if she wants to market that gift a few different ways to see where it hits or where it doesn't and how it goes, that's perfectly fine. You know, so I think older people that, had like a, a sorry experience will sometimes translate that experience and scare the crap out of their kids because they're really just fearful of their kids not like achieving. But it's like, I'm sorry, you didn't get it cracking, but I'm about to get it cracking. You know, and I had to tell my mom that straight up at a certain point. Like when I come around, stop telling me that this, this thing I want to do is not going to work out. This is maybe like eight years ago. And she was like, but it's not. That is, that is, you know what? <laughs> right <laughs> that kind of plays into the security and the passion too because you know it's like if your parents were not able to do the things that you're doing now mm -hmm. it's kind of frowned upon that's why it's looked at that way because they didn't have that experience and they're not trying to do what you're doing mm -hmm. and I feel like you know like a lot of parents just like to like compare their childhoods to their kids too like yeah. I never got to do that it never it would have <laughs> never worked out for me it would have never happened for me like that why do you think it's gonna work out for you and I'm like this is a different day and age. Like, this is a whole new generation. We got better technology. We got better resources. Like we have so much more for people to push and get to where they need to be. So yeah. I feel like hating on us for not, you know, following those safe steps is like it's. I would say it's disrespectful. Mm -hmm. Like doubting your child because yeah. you know we got a lot of stuff that we can do. You know, there's a lot of kids who are outspoken. There's, there's a lot of I know some really like kids my age who are like super like big and out there and like mm -hmm. they know what they want to do with their lives. And I feel like. They just don't have that support system. Mm. So it kind of shuns on their gift. Like me too, a little bit. Because my mom was like, you want to do public speaking? Da, 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 all this stuff. And I love my mother. Yeah. No disrespect. Yeah. I love my mom. Shader, shader. your mom right now. She's going to hear when she gets home, bro. <laughs> Get grounded if you want to. Like, I love my mom. But there's just always been times where I would have never, like, came to, like, time for change, for example. Like, I would have never did it if I wasn't going out on my own. You know? If I wasn't doing it on my own, like, going out by myself. And, like, if she was there behind me when that booth was at my school, I would have walked right past it. I would have walked right past it because she would have she would have had something to say. What is this going to do for you? How is this going to push for college? How is this going to push for your future? And I'm seeing a lot of stuff that is helping me push forward. I would not be sure. talking on a podcast. For sure. I would not be this open about talking to like other people, meeting new people, coming up to your face, not mm -hmm. even knowing who you are. I yeah. would not be that like that confident in myself. But it's because I did it for myself. Come on! I'm not yeah. listening to like my mom or my siblings. <laughs> or some out for the home. <laughs> you know, like I'm just doing it for me, you know? Yeah. I'm about to freaking start crying. <laughs> what do you think about all this? I think that's like she has a definite point on that. Like, because my mom, for example, she's um, 
since she didn't really go to college here, she doesn't really have like, like she doesn't really know how hard it is. So like, whenever I, whenever I was put into college, they gave me four classes. My counselor had given me four classes, and every time I come home, I get the same talk. Yeah. Like she's like, "You need to get more classes. You're lazy. Like, you're, like all all of your cousins already have like five six six classes, but they she has to put it." She has to understand that they're like, um, mm. they're like seniors in college already. They've been like that's like the easiest year. <laughs> now, now I'm gonna ask this with respect, and I'm I'm not gonna joke about that. But did she go and graduate and stuff? She did okay in Mexico. She did like a short uh, a short education. It was about two years, but she just wanted to be like a an accountant, I believe. All right, all right. Yeah, it was it was very short, but like she. But it's nothing compared to the system you're having to deal with. At yeah, these monster schools and like, stuff. For example, I'd want to become like a school psychologist, and that takes about mm. four, five, six years. Two, six, mm. two, six, six. Yeah, six or seven or eight. Yeah, around there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you go nonstop and max out on credits and get into graduate programs and intern and all that, then you can get in the game. Yeah. That was the original path I was on. Once I finished my master's, I had a choice to make, but I'll jump into that later. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, she in her eyes, she thinks it's very easy. And she also wants me to get like a job. And I think she wanted me to help her out. Like cause she's also a cleaning lady right now. She cleans an office. Mm -hmm. She also wants me to help out with that. And right now, I don't know how bad the workload is. Mm -hmm. So what I don't want is to get that job and help her out in the office and like not have enough time for my schoolwork. Because mm -hmm. again, I don't know how hard this the workload is wow and it's just really stressful on me because i feel like i'm not enough for her sometimes come on honey. yeah thank you for sharing that yeah. <laughs> wow I mean, that's definitely that's real yeah i feel yeah. that too that's how i've been feeling too i just transferred me yeah. what what have you bought it's like it's like she has so many expectations you know yes. especially since we're still pretty young you know she has all these expectations and my mom's a nurse i've said it before but, you know, she had to do a lot to get where she is. And I'm proud of her. I am because she did it all with me and my siblings. I have seven siblings. My mom has eight kids. So there's a lot of us. She works a lot. We have to take care of each other. But I feel like since she had so like she had to work so hard to get where she is because she had kids, so many kids at that. And because she's an, um, she's trying to get to be a nurse, you know, she makes she wants me to do the same thing. You know, mm -hmm. she wants me to have to push as hard, but she wants me to do it in something that's like logical in her sense. Yeah. You know, like if I told her I wanted to be a musician, I used to I played cello for four years and I loved it and I wanted to be a musician so bad. But when it came to her and I asked her, I, I love my mom's opinion. I like hearing her opinion. But there was a time where I was so consumed by what she said to me mm. and I wanted her to be the one to tell me how I should make my decisions. Mm. So. Oof. <laughs> this is going so, crazy right now. <laughs> this no, is going crazy. It's the truth. Though. It really is like, true. So when yeah. I would tell her, like, I want to be a musician, if she told me that's not literal, I quit that same day. Mm. I quit, and I've never touched a cello since because of what, what she told. Yeah, yeah, because of what she told me. She said, "Is it really gonna? Is it gonna pay the bills? Going back on, is it gonna pay the bills? Is it gonna help you support yourself? If I were to." If I were to like kick you out right now, how would you support yourself playing the cello? Mm. That's the type of stuff that I was thinking about. But I'm trying to unlearn those things for myself mm. now because I'm 18. You know, I'm not grown. You know, I <laughs> yeah. still live with my mama. I love my mama. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm getting to be in that young adult life and I have to start making those decisions for myself. You know, yeah. I have to start 
finding out what I am passionate about, finding out what I am going to take and not going to take, you know, this is going to be my life regardless, you know? Mm -hmm. So I just, I have to start thinking about it and unlearning the, the, the disrespect and like all the bad things that I had learned before from other people, from my parents and my siblings and stuff like that. It just takes time. And I feel like I'm in that process currently. So. Oh my God. Mess around and have a dream and watch people project every failure they've ever had onto you. <laughs> You have to be careful who you share your dreams with because your ear and your heart is fertile ground for seeds via words that enter and germinate in your soul. May I add something else? Yeah, whatever. No, don't apologize. It's a podcast. (laughs) 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 That's kind of what we do. It's because I didn't know this part of CC and now I really want to talk to (laughs) Okay. Because, like, like when you're little, like, the words that they, like, that are, okay, the words that they, oh, my gosh, there's so much I want to say right now. Let her cook. Oh, my God. Okay. Because, like, when you're little, like, everything that they tell you, like, they're, like, your idol, right? You're, like, oh, my gosh, okay, like, I love them so much. And, like, I still love my mom. I love her with all my heart. She's, like, my best friend. She knows everything. (laughs) But, um, like, there comes a point where everything that they tell you, like, you know, you start to, like, try to, you try to be what they want. Like, yeah. they, they feed you all these expectations that they want from you, and mm-hmm. sometimes you can't fulfill them, and when you can't, and when you can't fulfill them, like, they, they kind of, like, complain to you about it, and, like, they make you feel like you should, like, you're lazy in yeah. that, like, you shouldn't, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And little kids are, like, extremely impressionable, too. Yes. Like, they consume everything, mm-hmm. which is why I try my best not to push that on my little siblings because I don't want to be that person. Like, oh, my older sister is the reason why I didn't get to do this. No, go do what you want, but do it, do it safely and do it in a way that you love, not based on what other people are telling you. Because I conceived every thought that my mom told me, every mm-hmm. little thing, you know? And it, it, it did make me a better person, and it made me into the woman I am today, but it did also kill a part of me that I really loved. Yeah. And peep this out, too. Parents, as much as they're like all-knowing, yeah. all-seeing, yeah. God-type figures, yeah. wait till you see them become a grandparent. Yeah. They change their whole approach. Yeah, It's like, why aren't you they beating do. my kid like you're beating me? <laughs> I'm just playing why on that part. But I, I'm like, why are, like, where did this gangster Frank Lucas Tupac mom go? <laughs> and now you're like this sweet nanny. And I say all that to say, as time goes on, parents realize where they messed up at. I have a pretty decent gap between my daughter and my son. You know, it's decent. And I'm going to do this. I'm going to do some things different. And I didn't really be do like too bad, but I don't know. She might say different. But I still didn't, like, I didn't destroy her or anything like that. But I'm still going to do things different. So sometimes when somebody says something is important too, because, like, it'll be somebody you trust, but then, like, let them keep on living. And all of a sudden they're like, well, you could, you know get a minor in this and a major in that and kind of play the cello and if something cracks off, that'd be cool. But if it doesn't, you still could, you know, work a little nine to fiver and do your cello stuff on the weekend, travel out, come in. So it would have been, it could have been a different mindset if you keep living. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you have to be careful because like somebody will project their current life on you. And then you'll see them later and be like, remember what I said about Bitcoin? It's all a lie. Bitcoin's popping. I'm rich now. (laughs) I'm like, bro, like, why did you do this to me? Like, because you caught me at a bad time. I think it's the approach. Too. Exactly, yeah. it's the approach. So we have to be careful with people's word. Like I listen, and I but I can't put 
all my investment into what somebody thinks because their opinion is going to change too. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's why it's different with parents. That's why I try not to hold grudges because, you know, they, they were kids growing up too mm-hmm. at some point. Trauma. So, you know, they're learning and mm-hmm. they're getting married. And the point that I am at right now, she could have been at her in her life at one point, you know? Mm-hmm. And my mom was a young mom. So, you know, yeah. she, she always had a, a kid with her. Wow. So she was just going and I feel like Still became an RA? Yeah, yeah. She, I think she wanted to be since she was younger. Fire. So I feel like she wanted me to drive my passion the way that she had to work so hard to drive hers. And mm-hmm. I feel like it came from a place of love. It was just her approach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just the way that you approach things. Like when someone tells you, what are you going to do after high school? You don't want to be a bum. Like, that's what you hear all the time. Like, you don't want to be a bum. Like, you know, and it's, it's just the approach. Like, like, do you, like, what are you interested in? Fire. What do you want to do? Like not not putting it in a negative light so that you don't scare people. That's I feel like a lot of Gen Z is scared, you know. Like yeah. we don't minority we, Gen Z. We 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 we're fearful. Yeah. We don't know what we want to do, or wow. we don't know how we're gonna be looked at if we decide to do something that everybody else is not. Society, so like nobody, everybody is scared. I want to say, and all this pressure from all the older generations yeah. is just making it so yeah. much worse. Like when, like when I see an influencer on TikTok or something, they're like, "What is she doing? Like she don't have a she don't have a job. Like you know, they think <laughs> I think like that too though. Like, I'm not though. Hold up. I mean, sometimes I do, but, but, but I don't know the business. That's right, right, right. I don't. I ain't seen the numbers. Yeah. I, some people. Like, okay. Because okay. <laughs> you know I'm, I'm involved with music, right? Like, Y'all heavily. Some artists be like, yo, just got off the jet. I'm like, I just seen you at freaking Chick-fil-A, bro. You know, we got the shade, but it's fake. And it's like, it's not real. And it's like, go so hard to try to, like, so there are people that'll do that and best trying to fool you. But then there's also people that are, like, local and... You know, they're making like five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten racks a month. Yeah. I mean, I, I like it when uh, they're, they're influencers and they have something else. Like, they'll, they'll start their own business. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Like, that's practical. Because, like, what are you going to do once? Influence forever? Yeah. Like, hey, they're like, yeah, my TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Join your board. <laughs> <laughs> like, once you hit a certain age, it's going to be like, dude, you can't be doing this no more. Facts, so, if, we, if you have something on the side, like, I mean, and that goes again to, you know, having like backup plans and stuff like that. Because, I don't know, but I mean, I feel like that about. <laughs> no, I just feel like trying it, like like judging people for trying it, yeah, okay. or like having that on the side thing. Yeah. Like, if you want to be an influencer, have a lash business, but also going to cosmetology school, mm-hmm. I think that's cool. Like, I think that's nice. You like, can have yeah. two people do the same things, and she's making negative five dollars, and this person's <laughs> making five hundred thousand. Like, so you can't really judge a book by its cover. Yeah, number. I feel like it's. I not. need to see the numbers. I just don't want to like have that judgment over me i feel like i would have did so much other stuff like tried so many other things like mm. joined other programs if i hadn't been so like worried about the judgment that was going to be placed on me because i'm not doing what somebody else wants me to do but sometimes gen z sounds like you guys talk as if you're like 90 years old already what <laughs> <laughs> i had the chance i want to do things new. Yeah, it's, it's like 18 like you, you are just <laughs> starting your whole life like right now and you're like Reflecting on your regrets, sixth grade. Yeah, <laughs> I should have that juice box. Tonka truck. So my passion is over for me, guys. I'm gonna put me in the retirement home, guys. Like you know, so and that, that's all of us, though. By the way, yeah. The, the pressure equals us feeling like we've missed it because of the fear we talked about earlier. I just want to start earlier because a lot of people are like I was doing this at 15. Like I feel like that's how the other generation is. I they was do. doing this at 13. I was walking 12 miles to school. Like. Mm-hmm. 
I'm like, who in their right mind? Like, why is that? I don't got to walk 12 miles. My That's mom, dumb. My mom picks me up. That's <laughs> dumb in any era. Like, there was horses back then. <laughs> like, Ride one. Like. Like, it's just because some people didn't have it. And since we have it, they're looking at it as stupid because the right. way that we're using it, you know? And I feel like it's just like that for everybody. I feel like even the generation after this is going to be like, Ugh. Mm. Y'all got flying cars? Like, we didn't have those in my day. Like, <laughs> like, I had a, we had wheels. <laughs> I had on wheels, you know? Yeah, like. <laughs> and some of those stories were lying. They weren't walking no dang 12 miles. <laughs> well, crap, it was more like two miles. But right. Like, ain't no way yeah. you down the street. Miles. And right. they kept stopping for breaks. Right. <laughs> rainforest filled with tigers. Right. right. I got the back. Yeah. My way to school. No, my didn't. dad has this like outrageous story that he would live in a jungle <laughs> <laughs> i swear i swear in mexico or no yeah in mexico hey, that could be true <laughs> that it, it's a jungle in mexico and he says it was called la tochi and that there was occasionally tigers that would roam at night oh, and, his, and his dad would force him whenever the cattle would escape the the corral he'd force him to go out in the middle of the night to just retrieve the cattle and he couldn't come back if he didn't get that cattle. Oh my God. With the movie 300? Like, I believe it. I'd That's believe scary. it if he said that uh, that my grandpa made him like bring the cattle back and wouldn't let him come back unless he had the cow. Mm -hmm. Because my grandpa was like, like, it was his way or no, or the, yeah. the yeah, like yeah. the highway. Yeah, yeah. 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 he was harsh, very harsh. <laughs> but the tigers? Yeah, the tigers, no. I, I, I do not believe the tigers. You probably heard. That was a fart. That was tiger. Los tigres. Anyway, I want to ask this real quick because it's not on our notes. But do you think as minorities and you know, we have a good assortment, you know, black and brown right here. Um, do you think because of generational trauma, um, because I grew up with a lot of Hispanic people when I moved down to um, the Valley from SAC, mm -hmm. and I was in a labor camp with the homies, and their parents, the big thing with them was like, I sacrificed all this, so you could tell me at 18, you don't know what the heck you want to do. <laughs> and it's like a stab in the face to the people that have, I'm working these fields with you in mind. I'm working this these hard jobs so that you can go to school and not have to work these hard jobs. Mm -hmm. So that's the what I've seen on, you know, and then in black, it's just the black perspective is just like that crabs in a barrel, like nobody makes it. Mm -hmm. You know, only two out of 10 and that's all we ever see. Yeah. We know more criminals than we do lawyers. Right. We know more gangsters than we do uh, influencers. Yeah. You know, we know we know more people on the news for jail than being on the news report. Hey, remember I told you about that? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, when I look at it like that, I think minorities, and I'm just, I, we don't have to jump into it too much or whatever, but I would just wanted to put that out there that some of the stuff that our parents are telling us is like generations in the yeah. making. Yeah. Like not, not just one generation, I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah for back. us all the way back to yeah. slavery. Yeah. One guy gets in that house and works in the master's crib. Yeah. One. And you gotta be light, like light, light. Right. Like Yanni. Yeah. But it's black. Right. <laughs> and he's in the house. And the rest of us are outside wishing we were him. Right. That translates throughout history into now where it's the same thing. Where somebody comes and is like, got a job at Frito Lay. You're like, give me on, give me on, give me on. You're like, can't do it. It's like, dang. That's where the hate comes from, too. Exactly. You start hating on each other because you're not in the same position. Exactly. Mm -hmm. 
So it's crazy. Yeah, this is a it's a pretty good topic. Yeah. <laughs> it is. This was a good yeah. this was a good We're gonna have to touch this again. For sure. So. Like yeah. this is a for sure. We only talked about yeah so i mean honestly i i hope you guys enjoyed this you know like we've said time and time again we're not here to find answers we're just here to start the conversation um hopefully we, we say that yeah bro where do we say that well, one time you told me that oh i did <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we say that <laughs> yeah, so. fire uh so hopefully you guys enjoyed this video we'll see you guys on the next one and peace. <laughs> Bye.